episode two of the We Don't Know Football podcast, so you can't get mad at us when we're wrong. I'm joined again by my co-host, Colin. Colin, say what's up. Hello. All right, we got a lot to cover today, but first, we want to thank you guys for the feedback on our first episode. Please continue to do that. We really appreciate it. Um, Second, we're getting our podcast, well, working on getting our podcast out to multiple platforms. Currently, it's on Spotify and Stitcher. Uh, we'll be sure to have the links in the description on Spotify. But with all that said, let's get into Thursday night's game, Colin. Bills 31, Rams 10. I was right on my prediction with the Bills are winning, but the score was not close at all. Uh, uh, um, we could go over the, the Bills first because they were, they were pretty – they were fun to watch. I mean, Josh Allen had 297 yards, three touchdowns. 56 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Diggs had 122 yards and a touchdown. Gabe Davis had 88 yards and a touchdown. And I was pretty impressed with Devin Singletary, too. He had six yards per carry. What are your thoughts on the Bills, Colin? What are, what are we thinking? I just I just want to start off. I was right. Stefan Diggs, 70 yards and a touchdown. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey's father. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey's father, man. Jalen Ramsey hasn't been good since since Mike Evans went ahead and put that touchdown on him. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey looks like an average dude now. He he just looks like another another guy out there running around. Yeah, he did a, he did stop that one. The, he stopped the one slant touchdown that was thrown to Stefan Diggs. He got a finger on it. But uh, so if it wasn't for him, Stefan would have had two touchdowns. But because of him, Stefan. Also got a touchdown. So he saved one but gave one. Doesn't Stefan just just played better. Eight catches for 122 yards. He did great. And Gabe Davis, I personally didn't buy in on him becoming like anything crazy. Like I didn't think he'd be bad, but I didn't think he'd be as good as everybody's as everybody's saying he'd be. But four touchdown or four catches, eighty eight yards, one touchdown, that's that's a pretty good line. And then you get down to their defense, and it was sack after sack after sack. Von Miller seven. being the highest, two sacks. Yeah, they had seven sacks. I had three interceptions as a defense. That Bill's defense. I think Von Miller was actually – he really was the missing piece of that defense, even though they ranked first last year. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it is crazy. Three interceptions as well. You know, I've, if you've seen Matthew Stafford was trying to no-looker for Cooper Cup. <sighs> Went right yeah, that, over his head. That did not work. <laughs> I think I think the Rams' confidence was was way too high coming off the Super Bowl win. I mean, it should be high. You just won a Super Bowl, but you got to remember that you're just a normal team now. You've got you've got good pieces, but you just you can't you can't think you're going to come out on on top. You have to fight for it. I feel like I feel like the Rams lost confidence and it just went all downhill. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the the Rams' defense for a little bit they looked all right after. After the uh, Bills' first touchdown, they adjusted pretty well, I feel, feel like. But then the second half came around, and the Bills just took over. Yeah, and, yeah Donald kept getting back there, though. Yeah. I want to talk about the Rams' offense, though, because what, what is going on? Because there was a lot of expectations for Allen Robinson, Cam Akers. Obviously, we're overacting. It's the first game of the year. You know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get more touches. But that's, that's what we do. That's what makes it fun. But, I mean, 
A-Rob only had one reception for 12 yards. Cam Akers did virtually nothing. Like, he was barely on the field. Three carries, zero yards. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's rough to see. I mean, it's good, good to see Cooper Cup still dominating. He had 15 targets um, with 13 receptions, 128 yards and a touchdown. But other than that, that the offense did not look very good. Now, they, and they only averaged 2.9 yards on the ground. You know, it, it may be time to, you know, give Odell and Andrew Whitworth a call. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know Andrew Whitworth's probably like 41 years old at this point, but dude. They, I think I think that offense might need they're gonna need some type of spark. Yeah, well while watching the game, I put I put some notes down. I said uh I wanted to talk about the McKenzie drop interception. I think it's ridiculous that that counts for Josh Allen. That that hit him right in the numbers and he just handed it. Just handed it over to the Raiders. Yeah. I think that's stupid. Henderson was getting absolutely nowhere. The the Rams offense looks stale. If it's not in Cooper Cup's hands, nothing's going to happen. That's that. That's what it looked like. It looked like Matthew Stafford was putting every single ball into Cooper Cup's hands. Tyler Higby five catches, Henderson five catches, Ben Ben what is that? Scour neck, <laughs> dude. I I already forgot. He some. I I saw I saw Matthew Stafford hit him. I was like, oh, it's Cooper Cup again. Wrong. Some dude named Ben. Ben apparently is coming out here and playing better than Allen Robinson. I don't, I don't understand. I started Allen Robinson in fantasy. I had huge expectations. I thought he'd come out. Hope those 2.2 points served you well. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's not as bad as, as uh, our friend William started Cam Akers. So. Dude, that's so miserable. So, I mean, their offense looked stale. They had no run game. The only pass game was put on Cooper Cobb. Past that, their defense, Bobby Wagner got a sack, Aaron Donald got a sack, nobody else did did quite anything. Troy Hill got a pick, and Terrell Lewis got a pick. But, again, Terrell Lewis's pick, I don't agree that that should really count towards Josh yeah. Allen, but it's, it's nothing I can do. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Troy Hill, wasn't, wasn't he the one that got stiffed on by Allen? Uh, that was, oh, man, hold on, I'm going to find his name. Some Scott, Nick Scott, yes, Nick Scott. All right, Nick Scott forced a fumble on. I think he forced two fumbles this game, but everyone's going to see him get stiffed on. I think it's funny, but Nick Scott played well. He he did force two fumbles. I'm pretty sure it was. I know I know he had the one against James Cook, who I was excited to see. Only got what like one two carries. I don't. He got. I don't, I saw him in two plays. First carry he fumbled. Second second play I saw him. It was a read option, and Allen took it himself. Yeah, I just – I would have liked to have seen Cook. Singletary played good, but if you I want, think Singletary should be the lead back, honestly. You think so? I think he played really well. I mean, six yards a carry. I mean, he only had eight carries, but 48 yards, two catches for 14 yards. I mean, and he he was running pretty well. I think I think for now Singletary is their guy because they're not going to – Singletary is obviously not a guy you're going to, you know – run it 20 times a game with. No, no, he's definitely not a thousand yard rusher. He's like an 800 big touchdown man. Yeah, and I think the role they have him in right now is perfect. Um, and and they, Zach Moss looked decent too, so it looks like Bill, Bill's, that offense is going to be fun. 
all the way around. That defense, too. Yeah, Gosh, they, the Bills, they the Bills. do a great job of rotating guys on the D-line and just getting, you know, fresh bodies out there. Man, I see them. They were getting to the quarterbacks. Stafford threw three interceptions. I mean, one nice. of them the Dane Jackson, by the way. Shout <laughs> out to him. He went to Pitt. I, man, I see the Bills winning 13-14 games, coming out as the AFC one. Really? I, it's, I, it is the first, first game, but – I mean, they it everything looked perfect. They're they're they're. I mean, they they still the offense was a little sloppy still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A couple yeah. drop balls that led to interceptions. Couple, couple fumbles. I think I think they're they've got the whole play action scheme, read option scheme. I think it looks amazing. The only thing is, it's not always going to work if you run the ball as little as they did. Right. But Josh think, Allen had think, 10 carries, though. And so yeah, that... 10 carries. I thought they was, were going to limit those. I did, too. Still ran a lot. It was going to bring up the question, is he going to get hurt like Cam Newton if he keeps running like this? Right, but when you have a guy like Josh Allen, it's like, it's so hard to not tell him to be like, hey, run. Because he... When he uses his legs, he brings so much to that offense. He does. He does. Josh Allen, Cam Newton, both six five, both around two forty. I like, I like, I like seeing Josh Allen run, but I'm I'm afraid that it could cause some problems later on if if a linebacker comes down too hard. I mean, he's big. He's not just going to get run over. Not at all. Yeah. Right. I also think it's uh, worth pointing out. We were talking about how bad Jalen Ramsey was. When he was targeted, 158.3, which is a perfect passer rating, and he allowed six receptions, 124 yards, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah, they were showing the clip of uh, Stefan Diggs getting the touchdown, and it looked like he was expecting safety help. I don't, I don't know why, because they, they said it was quarters coverage. Quarters coverage. That's four Four, four yeah. guys are going back. Yeah, cover four. four. straight back. I don't, I don't really know what he was thinking. I mean, he, he's been on the team long enough to not make mistakes quite like that. Like, if it was the safety's fault, sure. But Jalen Ramsey should not be making mistakes like that. Well, I've already seen Cowboys fans saying Trayvon Diggs is better than uh, I immediately – Season started. <laughs> I immediately put my phone down and started doing something else. So I was like, "All right, that's enough." Oh man, we'll see by, we'll see by week five <laughs> when Trayvon's already given up five hundred yards. All right, let's move on to games of the week. So, do you just want to go through each game and break it down? I feel like it would take a long, a long time if we did that. I yeah. think yeah, there's a lot. Let let's just let me let me hear. I have two games. I have my game of the week and then my upset of the week. Okay. So you could go ahead and give your game of the week because I got a feeling we might have the same one. And if we do, then I'm going to change it. And I had Chargers Raiders. Gonna, yeah, God bless them. <laughs> it's so easy to not choose like the. I know. One. Chiefs Chiefs and Cards just wasn't interesting enough without D Hop. Um, Bucks and Cowboys. I feel like we see that every year. It's not as interesting. 
That might be a good – I think that will be a pretty good game. Uh, Vikings-Packer, I was thinking about game of the week. Yeah. That could be good, too. I was I was really close to putting it down on Steelers Bengals. Yeah, that's my answer now. <laughs> Let me tell you, Mitch Trubisky, dude, he's gonna light up Cincinnati. They're not ready. Upset upset of the week is a good one. I, upset of the week, the only one I can really see being like, huh, is the Jags beating the Commanders. But is that really an upset? I don't know. Seahawks beat the Broncos. Locked in. Nah, um. <laughs> none, none of these are that. I mean, we we might as well get into the Raiders and Chargers. So we get we we get a first look at a at a highly coveted AFC West matchup. Um, we're seeing Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones' first game as Raiders. I'm excited to see Derek Carr and um, Devontae Adams' connection. Obviously, they played together at Fresno State. That's been a Fresno. long time ago. But, you know, they're, they're good pals. I'm interested to see the chemistry. Devontae Adams claims that Derek Carr is just as talented as Aaron Rodgers. We're, we're going to find out. <laughs> Derek, Actually, Derek I, don't, Carr. I don't think we need to find out because we already know. Derek it's Carr not is true. now surrounded by Renfro. He's now surrounded by Adams and Waller. They don't believe in Jacobs. They didn't pick up his fifth year. And <laughs> they then... had him play in the Hall of Fame game, poor guy. <laughs> and then who's who's the three? Because I know Zay Jones left, didn't he? Um, he did. I don't. I don't know who there. Hold on. Hold on. Though. Hold on. I got the depth chart pulled up. I was ready for this. Who is okay? Oh, Mac Mac Hollins. Really? Okay. Well, um. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams. And, <laughs> no, I think I they drafted Zemir White. Obviously, they're going to use him. I think that they'll they'll throw him out there. Maybe maybe throw him as like a receiving back with Josh Jacobs. It's more of a power back. Maybe maybe they bring Zemir in as the receiving back. They got rid of Drake, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. So okay. he's not I on think, the Ravens, unfortunately. I think he'll just simply fill the role that Drake had before. Maybe a little more because they did get rid of his fifth year. Like they just they got rid of everyone's fifth year, didn't they? Didn't they decline like five of them or three I of mean, them? They, if you look at the Raiders' oh. past few drafts, it was oh, yeah. miserable, miserable. Like I think all of the twenty twenty guys are gone because yeah. that was that was that was Rugs. That was uh, Arnett. I think may have been part of that. Uh huh. Like. The one that frustrated me the most is the Lynn Bowden Jr. pick. It was, a, it was like a running back and receiver out of Kentucky. He played quarterback there a little bit, too. They drafted him and then traded him to Miami. Yeah, I, like, Alex Leatherwood, too. Dude sucked. He was kicked. One year. Yeah, yeah they just – they cannot hit for the life of them. I've got, I've got all the Raiders drafts pulled up. 2020, they took, they took Arnett and, and Ruggs in the first round. Yeah. That was bad. Oh, okay. So 2019, they declined Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Abram, and Klein Farrell. Jonathan Abram, I don't think is the worst. He's he's definitely not. I think he's more of a box safety. And then in that same draft, they they, they found the hidden gem in Crosby in the fourth. Crosby's going to look That's really good this hit. season. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, actually, they took Renfro in the fifth too. 
I don't oh, know. Oh, they you know what? They should just pull a Rams, trade all their <laughs> first rounders and second rounders and just draft later. You know, I I shouldn't say that now because those drafts were when Mike Mayock was the GM, I believe, and mm-hmm. Gruden was head coach. So mm-hmm. things are different now, but they're still the Raiders, so Looking at all their drafts, their last good draft was 2014. Khalil Mack, Derek Carr, Gabe Jackson. The rest of them are nobodies. Next year, they took Amari Cooper. So, I mean, it's it's it bad when your best draft is, you know, what is that, eight, still, eight years they ago? Still have a, yeah, they still have a decent roster. They still have a pretty solid roster. Yeah, yeah, but I think – I think it's going to be really fun to watch because obviously JC is going to be guarding Devontae. Mm-hmm. That's a great matchup. Chandler Jones is is now on the Raiders. We're, we're going to get to see him on a new team. He's he's starting to get a little older, but I don't. Last season he had like five sacks in week one and then disappeared. So hopefully yeah. he can be somewhat consistent. They lost Yannick, so Crosby. And Jones coming off the edge should hopefully give them that defense a good boost because their secondary is nothing, no, nothing crazy at all. What do you mean you don't believe in Rock Yassine, Nate Hobbs, and Trayvon Norrick and Jonathan Abram? No, oh, man, <laughs> sounds like sounds like the no fly zone. <laughs> but it's it just it's it's, it's going to be a fun game. Yeah, um, I think it's going to come down to if the Raiders O-line can hold up. Because I, I – I'm looking at the O-line and, you know – They don't, they don't I may have anybody a, anymore. I, I may be a casual, but outside of Colton Miller, I don't think any of these guys are that amazing. They gave for, Gabe Jackson to the Seahawks. They cut Alex Leatherwood. And then they didn't – It wasn't even good anyways. They didn't even um, – They didn't even go towards any linemen. They got, they got Adams. They got Jones. They got – they got positions that that were of need, but you got to look at the O line. If you want that offense to be great, you got to give them time to throw. Right, but I I don't know. Maybe Lester Cotton Senior and Andre James are pretty good. I'm sure they're better than the Steelers O line. <laughs> they took a guard in the third round in the past draft, Dylan Parham. You know he's a he's a second on the depth chart. Mm. Maybe he'll uh, get cut next season. <laughs> But yeah, I got a I got a feeling that uh, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack they they might eat. They may have a very very good day. But, and then I don't see the Raiders running that much. And if they do, so they've got Sebastian in the middle, and then uh, and then the Chargers' offense I think is just going to completely overwhelm the Raiders. I'm entirely. excited for that offense. I am too. Excited to see I my boy Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Who, who did they put in the three? I remember Josh Joshua Palmer. Yeah, yeah. Herbert was talking him up, talking about how he's going to have a good, a that good year. Line, that offensive line is looking good too. Now I don't know how I feel about Trey Pipkins at right tackle, but Rashawn Slater, he's elite. Matt Filer, mm-hmm. Corey Lindsley, they drafted Zion Johnson out of Boston College. I've heard they're a big fan of him, so. I'm excited to see this Chargers offense. They're going to cook, man. Herbert's going to cook. Yeah, yeah. I've got them coming out of the AFC West. I think it's going to be a great season for them. All right. Upset of the week, Colin. Do you have one in mind? Because I know I certainly do, and I'm going to piss everyone off. (laughs) (laughs) Upset of the week, I mean, 
I'm looking at my notes. There's really nobody I see that isn't expected to win. The only 50-50 game on here is the Jags and the Commanders. I've got the Jags winning. I don't think Carson Wentz – well, Carson Wentz can come out and, and he can ball out. But what we've seen from him past that MVP almost year he had, I don't – he just hasn't been that good. He's now got McLaurin. He's now got Dotson. Uh, Curtis Samuel's going to be healthy. Hopefully. Curtis Samuel. They still have Logan Thomas, don't they? Because I know they got rid of their two Ricky I Seals. Think, I think so. And uh, Antonio Gibson's going to be running the ball. Cause, uh, Are they what? trusting him? Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, what Brian, unfortunately Brian got... happened to Brian Robinson. Yeah. I was so excited for that, man. I, I, uh, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. He should, I hope he's good to go. They said about like week four or something. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is great. I'm glad, I'm glad he's able to to come back. Exactly, because that, that could have ended up a lot worse. And he was a, a beast at Alabama. I'm, I'm excited to see him play. Hours. But I've got I've got the Jags beating them. The Commanders have the better team, in my opinion. But I think I, I think the Jags are just going to come out and they're just going to they're going to win by maybe three five points. Nothing crazy, but I still think they're going to come out with a win. Trevor Lawrence, I feel, could have a good year. I don't think he's going to come out and do incredible, but I think compared to last year, it'll be better. They went out and got Christian Kirk. I don't think that's enough, but. In terms of getting him help, it's somebody. It's <laughs> they, somebody. Someone who's they, never had a 1,000-yard season. Gets they threw money at somebody. They trust him. They see something. Maybe it's maybe maybe we're just all blind. I don't think so. My my, I got 2020 vision. I'm fine. But <laughs> it's I've I've got the Jags winning. They just got a better team. They got Trevon Walker. I didn't think he should have gotten number one, but he looked pretty good in preseason though. He did. He, he did. Good. He looked nice. Um, and isn't Chase Young hurt? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Chase Young, man, everybody was excited when he came out of the draft, but he's just been hurt and hurt. And it's it's another eating injury. Didn't he, t- he t- tore his ACL his rookie year, was it? Was it, was it his rookie that he tore? Or was, or, it? or was it? It was last year, I think. I don't know. I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I know he's been dealing with injuries. And an aggravated knee injury and having torn your ACL, those don't mix well. I don't um I wish he would heal. It'd be awesome to see him. That 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 defense would be pretty nice with him, but with him gone, I think I think the commander's defense loses that explosiveness. All right. Well let me let me get into my upset of the week, Colin. Oh boy. <laughs> well, let me tell you. This is a tale of two teams, one of them with a new man leading the team, new man leading the operation, and the other one has a familiar face that fans probably wish weren't a familiar face leading the team. But when I tell you that Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos are not going to know what hit them when they walk into Seattle in the 12th man is yelling as loud as they can. And they are going to lose to Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. I'm not going to lie. I had the same thoughts, but I thought it would be biased if I put it down. I have I have Seattle winning 17-13. to Geno's going to pop off. Him and DK Metcalf are going to have a connection no one's ever seen before. I'm just talking out of my butt at this point, but I don't care. The defense is going to shock everybody. I'm looking at the defense. I'm, I'm 
The pass rush. I'm not mad at it. It's decent. Nwosu, Darrell Taylor. We got Shelby Harris, Al Woods, who's the oldest, you know. Dude, player. I was really mad when we <laughs> signed him. I thought that was the biggest waste of money of all freaking time. We are trying to rebuild, and we're going to sign a 34-year-old defensive tackle? Bro, let him walk. We don't need him. Puna will eat. Let, let Al go. Hey, boy, Amafe, we may see him a little bit. Why is I thought Nick Ballore was a fullback? Why is he the backup he, inside he linebacker? Plays, he plays fullback and linebacker. In case you didn't know, I know he is. He's crazy oh, right now. Oh man! But look, Jordan Brooks. He's he's the leader of that defense now. Bobby Wagner's passing the torch. I think Jordan Brooks, the tackling machine, is going to pop off. Blitz boy. I mean Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs. They're using Jamal back into that hybrid position. He he does have a shoulder problem. He is wearing. He's going to be wearing a cast for. For games, but they are going to put him back in that linebacker, that linebacker hybrid thing. Because last season mm-hmm. he was he was quiet. Season before that, you know, he made some noise. He came in nine and a half sacks, but we're going to put him back in that position and see and see how it goes for him. But yeah, I got I got Seattle winning. I think um, there's going to be some learning curves for the Broncos offense. I think Russell Wilson is going to. Going to struggle a little bit against his old team. There's going to be some emotions, right? He's not going to be able to fully control him. What am I saying? <laughs> he's like he's a professional quarterback. He'll be he'll be fine. But I just think there's going to be some learning curves with the Broncos' offense. I think Seattle they're going to, they're going to, they're going to surprise everybody. And Pete Carroll, he's a great coach. He's going to keep him in that game. I I just have to agree. <laughs> no, but um, Kenneth Walker had had a hernia injury. Whether he'll be back or not, I think it's still up in the air. But if Kenneth can come back and Penny can play, I think that it'll be an amazing backfield. Uh, DK Metcalf, Marquise Godwin, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's not going to be as good as he was. He doesn't have that moon ball arc in Russell Wilson anymore. <laughs> DK Metcalf, Geno Smith loves DK. He. Whenever Geno's in trouble, he just looks at DK and throws it to him. There's, it's that's going to be fun. Our O line looks better. We go out, we draft looks Charles better. Cross, Abraham Lucas, Gabe Jackson still playing. Damian Lewis was hurt, so Phil Haynes may be playing. That's scary. Our center sucks. Don't even don't even want to mention. What do you him. mean? What do you mean? Austin Blythe? Dude, he's a god. Yeah, him him and Kyle Fuller. They they were getting thrown around. Our centers have been getting thrown around. It's okay. At least you're not a Steelers fan. You have to watch Kendrick Green try to block. Oh, man. But, that um, just sounds like so much fun. No, no, no offense to Kendrick Green. He just struggled a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, and, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. All, and, yeah, also Steelers are stopping the Bengals. There's no doubt about it. We're winning 34 to nothing. George Pickens is going to have 20 catches for 400 yards and three touchdowns. There's no debate. A uh, few punches thrown. He's going to hit a few punches thrown. NFL young bull is going to go crazy. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is going to baby the Bengals defense. And Joe Scheiss is not going to know what hit him when Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt absolutely destroy him. All right, let's get and, into And, and Miles Jack. And Miles Jack. And Miles Jack. All right, let's get into our awards predictions. Um, I'm going to piss even more people off with these. So, All right, all right. Let's start with MVP. Who you got? Yeah. You know what? I want you to start because I'm scared to say mine. <laughs> I've got – as much as I like Josh Allen, and in all honesty, everything's telling me he's going to win, I still put down Justin Herbert, because why not? Justin Herbert has Keenan Allen. He's got Mike Williams. he got Gerald Everett. As a Seahawks fan, <laughs> let's, let's just leave that there. Um, 
he's got Austin Eckler in the backfield. He's got a great defense. When the team looks good, you look good, and the team looks amazing. So I think he'll come out as MVP. Yeah, it's definitely an intriguing storyline with that offense. And now with the defense, I think Justin Herbert's going to get even more opportunities than he Wait did a last second. year. So that's pretty scary. Is your MVP TJ Watt? No, it's not TJ oh. Watt. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why it's going to make people mad. <clears throat> I'm going to clear my throat for this. All right. <clears throat> All right, we're good. So, oh boy. <laughs> before I say this MVP... I need all the Steeler fans to try and listen to me here. No, no. I need a. I'm going to say this. <clears throat> dang it. My throat. Okay. I'm going to say this. And my dad's going to be like, man, I knew I should have disowned him when he was 16. <laughs> <laughs> Just hear me out. My MVP, this man is going to have the biggest chip on his shoulder. And he, he's done it before. He's won MVP before. You know, people, people make fun of him because he's not the best when it comes to passing the ball. He, they say he, he's a running back. He can only run. But don't be surprised when Lamar Jackson pops off this year. Dang, he has another He has another MVP-like season. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody has that says. You think you think Duvernay and uh, Bateman can do it? I, dude, Duvernay, Bateman, James Proche, J.K. Dobbins is back healthy. Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely now in that offense. I think, I think they're going to be fine. I think the Ravens are going to be fine. I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a spectacular year. He 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 didn't get his contract extension done. He told the Seahawks. Ravens, He's a Seahawk. Yeah. Okay. He's a Miami Dolphin. Um, but, but I think I think Lamar's going to do very well this year. I think the that's, Ravens that's... are going to do well, unfortunately. But, like, like you, you, you have to hear. Everyone has to hear me out here, okay? Like, Lamar Jackson didn't, told the Ravens, hey, by Friday, I want a contract extension. They showed him the money. That wasn't the money he was looking for. He said, no. Nah. He's going to have the biggest chip on his shoulder because he knows if he plays – out of his mind, he could be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. What 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 bothers me is when players reset the market that don't need to reset it. Yeah. At Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, Deshaun Watson, they've ruined the market for both of their respective <clears throat> positions. Not only that, but a team only has so much money. Right, you know, like with with the with everything going up and up, people are gonna have to realize that you ha- cannot get paid. Not everyone can be a number one paid player. You simply have to get paid a normal amount. Obviously, if you're an elite player, you're gonna get that elite contract. But Deshaun Watson did not deserve all that money. Which is what made the it's what made New England so good and Tampa Bay right now because Tom Brady isn't the highest paid quarterback. Dude, Tom Brady you probably does should not be here. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mean, he, he doesn't have to. His wife's Giselle. She's <laughs> the bread maker in that family. She wears the pants in the relationship. All right? But, it, like, it doesn't matter if Tom Brady doesn't need that much money. And it works. They build a great team around him every time. It's, it's, it's honestly it's, – it's great to see when players do that. Yeah, it's why Tom Brady's had so much success. 
And he's and also you, Tom Brady. You would think other people would look at it and take notes, but everybody just wants the highest money they can possibly get. I mean, I, I can't blame them. These guys work, you know, their tails off all their lives yeah, to make yeah. it to the NFL. And, and one to, injury can just yeah, get rid of all of it. Exactly. And you, you have a chance to be the highest paid player. You got to you gotta get what you're worth, man. But oh. I say I say we go to offensive player of the year. Who, who do you, you have? None, none, of my I picks, have? none of my picks are crazy besides maybe offensive rookie of the year. But like, like, um, all my players are mainstream. Offensive player of the year, I got uh, Justin Jefferson. I do too. Uh, of course. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're looking at a new OC in Minnesota, a new head coach. Um, and they're going to be passing the ball a lot more. So Justin Jefferson, it's scary that he's going to get even more opportunities now. Like, he may have a Cooper Cup-type season. I wouldn't be surprised. And he's extremely talented, so. I, I wouldn't either. And if you if you go stack everybody against him, you've got Adam Thielen on the other side as well. Like, you, it's not one of those teams where you can focus all on one player. Like, that Vikings offense, and then if, if, you, if you go out and go in nickel and everything, you've got Dalvin Cook. You know what, that, that, that reminds me. I have, a, I have a sleeper pick for the Vikings, I mean, Offensive Player of the Year. And I, Dalvin Cook, I think if he could, if Dalvin Cook's healthy, I think he's going to get a lot more receptions this year. And I, he's going he's gonna to do a good job running the ball. I think we can all agree on that. So um, my, my fantasy team hopes so. But, <laughs> but no, I think, I, I agree. Dal, Dalvin Cook, as long as he stays healthy, will do great. Also, yeah. MVP. For NFL, you know, everyone sees the NFL analysis. Oh, and, yeah. So uh, someone, someone said Kirk Cousins. Like, was it Michael yeah. Irvin? I, it was. I didn't think that was ridiculous <laughs> to say. I didn't think it was no, that bad. No, no. We just wanted to be different. I, I didn't no, think it was I, that bad. I don't agree with that. You don't think You're so? telling me Kirk Cousins is going to win over guys like Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers? I don't think Mahomes will win it. Aaron Rodgers, it'll all depend on how his receivers play. The reason Allen and Jackson also get those those higher looks is because they can they can simply run. Kirk is not a runner. Not one bit. So I think with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and Irv Smith. I mean Irv Smith isn't anything crazy. Don't I'm not that's not what I'm saying. But <laughs> Kirk Cousins has the team. If he doesn't perform this season, I could see them moving on. Lamar Jackson, you are a Minnesota Viking. <laughs> that would go crazy. All, All right, right, let's get into defensive player of the year. I I went with the mainstream name. Finished second last year, defensive player oh of the year. Oh, my gosh. I know you're not about to say who I think you're about to say. Micah Parsons. Oh, Okay. Who who do you think I, I was I, gonna say? I thought it was gonna Miles be Miles Garrett. Garrett no, no, get out of recording. here. Get out of here. No, Micah Parsons finished with 13 sacks last season. He, which which is is a good amount. Obviously, it was a lot less than you know the leader T.J. Watt. But Micah Parsons, T.J. Watt did lead right. In what sacks? Yeah, by a landslide, he tied right. the record. Oh yeah, that's that's what I thought. So, Michael Parsons, Defensive Player of the Year, he's a sack machine, crazy fast, is, is, is a good linebacker, is a good on, on the line. He's good no matter where you put him. I think, I think he's got it. I think he's got Defensive Player of the Year. 
All right. Well, before I get into my defensive player of the year, I want to give a shout out to Robert Quinn. No one talks about Robert Quinn enough. He was second in sacks last year in Chicago. He had a very good year. He doesn't get talked about enough. Madden butchered his rating. Screw yeah. <laughs> do you do you think Quinn will keep it up without without Mac there? With oh, the less... heck, heck no. <laughs> <clears throat> I think that was maybe Robert Quinn's like last. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say his last good season, but that Bears team sucks. Anyways, let me get into my defensive player of the year. It's 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 not a debate. It's it's T.J. Watt, and he's gonna win it again, and everyone could can suck it. All right, you can say I'm biased. You can say oh, T.J.'s not gonna win it. Miles Garrett's better. Yeah, shut up. Okay, T.J.'s gonna win it again. He's gonna break the sack record. All right. I think I think T.J. can win it if Cameron Hayward plays at a high level. And he so. will. You know why? Because it's Cam Hayward now. <laughs> Let's get an offensive rookie of the year, and I'm gonna say mine because I'm just I'm on a roll right now, making people mad. George Pickens is winning offensive rookie <laughs> of the year. I don't care what anyone has to say. My runner-up is Damian Pierce because I think he's the lead back in Houston. I think he's going to play really well. He was a beast at Florida. Dude runs like a bowling ball. But George Pickens, NFL young boy, we we've seen him. All right, we've seen the training camp news. We've seen him in the preseason. All right. He's he's knocking people over. He put Kobe Bryant on his butt. I know you saw that. (laughs) Yeah, dude, George Pickens, I think he's going to pop off, man. Mitch is going to get on the ball. It's going to be great. My offensive rookie of the year is the only one that's not a mainstream name. I'm going Drake London. I think Drake Drake London can win it. I, I, I know a good amount about football. But I can't really name you any other receiver on that team. Well, there, there's some dude that starts with an O. He's C-H. I can. Oh, really oh, my days of truth. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, that team is awful. No, but um, Drake London, he's the sole target outside of Kyle Pitts. And I think teams are going to be so focused on Kyle Pitts simply because there's nobody else to look at. I think Drake London will come out and, and he'll ball. I'm I'm not a big college watcher. I don't know much about college. I don't know how he was in college, but a first round pick. Yeah, obviously he was good enough. He was pretty good. He, yeah. So what people miss miss uh, miss I don't know, what's the word mistook is mistook a word? No. Well, well, sure people, it is now. <laughs> shut up. Well, <laughs> I don't want that in here. Anyway, <laughs> what people mistake him for? They're like everyone compared him to Mike Evans just because he was you know tall tall receiver. Mm-hmm. But he played. He played more like a, like a Cooper Cup in a way. Really, it, like his. He has a very solid run after catch ability for a guy his size. And I think that's what made him so compelling I in think, this draft. I think he can come out and and potentially win it. Drake London, rookie of the year. <laughs> All right, defensive rookie of the year. I got Aiden Hutchinson. I do as well. I, you know, it was a toss-up between him and Sauce Gardner. But I think I think Aiden Hudson has the potential to get double-digit sacks. So, I'm really looking forward to him. He's I think he's going to be the leader on the defense in years to come. Yeah, I, I agree. Aiden Hutchinson, Sauce Gardner, I feel like he'll be good. I don't know how much they'll quite target him because, I mean, the, the secondary is really nothing special. You, you can look about anywhere else on the field and, and do decent. Because Marcus May left, didn't he? 
Yeah, he's in uh, New Orleans now, but he just got in trouble for, I don't know, like having a gun or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that storyline a while ago. Um, They don't have Marcus May. I don't. I, I think Sauce is the only good secondary player there right now. As far as the Lions, Aiden Hutchinson is really it. You can have Aquara off the edge. You can have, well, yeah, I guess it's just Aquara. Uh, Aiden, Aiden's going to go crazy. I mean, I think he's the best player on that defense. I mean, that's disrespectful to my boy Tracy Walker. Oh. <laughs> All right, comeback player of the year. I've got Christian McCaffrey. And so do I. All right. We're fun, huh? We're fun. <laughs> we can we spice things up. You know what? You know what? I'll I'll sh- no, no, there's really no one else I really want to go to. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey is a man and a half. As long as he's not as long as he keeps sipping on those mustard packets on the sideline, he'll do great. I think Christian McCaffrey will come out and he'll have I wanna say thirteen hundred rushing yards. Okay. I think I think he'll come out thirteen hundred rushing yards, receiving yards though. I it's it's so hard to not say McCaffrey just because of like that reason right there. The receiving he, he, could, he could get a one k rushing yards, and he's out of your way at one k rushing yards and one k receiving yards. I mean, it's it's insane just how good. Mm-hmm. He is. When he's healthy, people are forgetting because he's been hurt so much. Oh, Chris McCaffrey's not top five. Chris McCaffrey's not top five. You shut up. Go go, go put him <laughs> on the field. He, he only had 200 yards in 2020, 400 yards in 2021. He's been quiet. But then if you want to – if you want to uh, – dang, why can't I find it? Oh, we'll have to cut this part out. <laughs> no, come on, Colin. Pull it together. Lock it in. <laughs> Uh, okay, here it is. <laughs> 2017, his rookie year, comes in 400 yards, you know, nothing crazy. 2018, comes in 1,000 yards rushing, six touchdowns. 2019, comes in 1,400 yards. He has it in him. We've seen it before. They go and they go and get an offensive tackle in the, what was it, top five, top six? Uh, I think I think they had like the six overall pick, but wherever they pick, Ika McQuanna. Yeah, they they went out and they got a lineman. Baker Baker hasn't well, I guess Cream Hunt. He He's he got that dog had, in him. He does have like a dump off. He he has the tendency to where he can dump off. He had Cream Hunt. I think Cream Hunt was a dump off. Nick Chubb is a pure runner. As long as Baker can get it into his head that he can dump it off to McCaffrey and still get a first down almost any single play. I think it'll be great. As long as Baker could get it into his head, hey, I could throw an accurate football. He should be okay. But Christian McCaffrey, comeback player of the year. I'm I'm ready to see it. All right. And I have I have coach of the year on here. I don't know. I do as well. Coach. Okay. Um I'll I'll let you go. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Yeah, dude, that's a good choice. Mine's gonna piss everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> Sean McDermott, Bill's head coach. Bill's team looked amazing. It's it's again, I mean, we 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 gotta talk about it. That Bill's team. They look great all the way around. There were mistakes, but they're picking it up. Isaiah McKenzie as a third. 
I don't think that's the best. I think they can they can do better. Odell think, is looking looking. If Odell goes to the Bills, it's it's oh, everybody should just retire. It, everybody I should forgot, leave. <laughs> I forgot about that, but that's a that's a yeah. That's the thing. He I've seen a lot of things about Odell that he should just rehab, come back a hundred percent mid season, join a contender, go win another ring, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it, and the Bills. And the Packers, I think, are the two highest spots he can go at. But the Bills have the best opportunity for him. Sean McDermott, he's going to do great this year. Coach of the year. All right. My coach of the year. Um, I know what everyone's thinking. No, it's not. I didn't say Mike Tomlin, okay? As much <laughs> as I wanted to. On my paper, I wrote an M for Mike, and then I was like, you know what? Never mind. Because I wrote an M for someone else. I wrote an M for Mason Rudolph because Mason Rudolph is not suiting up at all. And he'll be on the sidelines the whole time. Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. No, Mason Rudolph is not coach of the year. I actually have it as Kyle Shanahan. Um, I think the 49ers, like I said in the first episode, I think they're going to win a division. Um, And I think Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers with Trey Lance are going to have a surprisingly very good year. And after we saw, I mean, I'm not going to judge the Rams all based on, you know, the first game of the year. 31st hardest schedule. Yeah, so I I still think the 49ers can pull it through. It's really going to come down to those, um, you know, division matchups. If if they could beat the Rams at least once and I'm I'm very confident they can sweep the Cardinals and Seattle. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Kyle Shanahan is gonna have a very good year with the Niners and they may go twelve and five, thirteen and four, somewhere around that. And I'm a, I'm a Trey Lance believer. I'm a Trey Area believer. I would I, I want George Kittle to succeed so bad. Is he's going to be hurt week one. Yeah, he's already hurt. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I I hate seeing such a good player get hurt so much. It's like the worst thing ever. But as far as coach of the year, the only other person I really had in mind was Brandon Staley, Chargers coach. Yeah. But I I still think the Bills are, are just going to look better. I think the Chargers, honestly, I'd like to see them in an AFC championship matchup, but with the Steelers, of course. Oh, um, with, sure. With, with Mr. Trubisky. Sure, yeah. Mr. I, I believe in Trubisky. I'm not going to lie. Me too. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Kenny Pickett fan. I don't know everyone wants to see Pickett, but let me tell you, bro. It's Mitchburg right now, all right? Mitch is going to take us to the promised land, guys. Kenny Pickett will play one game, and it will, the only game he will play will be the last game of the year because Mitch doesn't have to play because we'll already be locked into a playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Trubisky has it in him. He was he was a he was what the second pick in that draft, uh, something I, like that. First, second, so. somewhere in there. He's, I mean, he's he's talented. The Bears were definitely not a fit for him. If he doesn't succeed on the Steelers, I don't see him really starting again. No, this is, this is, this is his last chance because if. If he goes he's, out there and sucks, then we can't blame it on Matt Nagy anymore. No, no, you can't. I mean, he was a backup to Josh Allen last year, and I think I think if he doesn't do well, he's a bad starter, decent backup. But past that, 
he just he just simply has to, he has the ball. His career is on the line. He doesn't want to end up like Josh Rosen, practice squad to practice squad. But don't end up like Mason Rudolph. No, he no. was he was second on the depth chart a couple of days ago, and then whoever put it out, they realized there was an error, and he was actually supposed to be third. So now he's been knocked down to third on the depth chart. He's not suiting up for Sunday's game. So, and the Steelers are not trading him for, you know, their reasons. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a really fun season. Sunday's going to be incredible. It's nice to have football back. It is nice to have football back indeed. But I think I think that wraps up everything. <clears throat> so, thank you everybody for listening. Again, we're on Spotify and Stitcher right now. We'll be sure to put the links in the description. We'll get on more platforms here pretty soon. And yeah, that's all we have.